Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm Chad. And today we're covering Season 2, Episode 1, Flame Hashira, Kyojiro Rengoku. Yes, what did you think about the episode? Feels good to be in Season 2, that is, once I found it. So, first off, yeah, I'd like you to kindly explain to me how the hell they have this show split up. Season 1 and Season 2, it's not that hard, What do you watch on Crunchy? Yeah. Do you watch on Crunchy? Of course. And is it all under the same page? It's all under Demon Slayer. If you look up uh, Kimetsu no Yaba, that is, is the it, Japanese name of it. And is it, um, does it, Okay. season one and season two, all under the all same right, thing? Ronnie. Is that what it's called? Let me, let me explain a little something to you. I Ronnie. would love for you to explain something. So we watched season one, correct? That's correct. All right. Now season one ended... Now, you weren't a uh, live watcher at the time, but season two, mm-hmm. um, technically mm-hmm. a movie, a film, a lot of people called it, right. came out, and that was the continuation of the end of season one, the start of season two, okay? Okay. Now, once the film I was done- I am following done, so far. Once the film was done, they said, all right, season two's coming out, and they just started right where the film began. So the film, you could have just watched the film and not watched like the first 10 episodes of season two. But what they did though is season two, episode one, this episode that we're about to cover was not actually in the film. Season two, episode two is where the film starts. But so it's like, it's basically like saying this, Ronnie, do you want to watch the film or do you just want to watch the episodes? And since we're doing this podcast, we'll just watch the episodes because it's the same thing essentially. Do you feel good about what you just explained right now? Do you feel good yeah, about yourself? I do. Hey, whoever's in charge, make it easier. <laughs> good Lord. I got signed out of your Crunchy. I've been watching this stuff on Hulu, and I finished season one on Hulu, and then I was like, okay, wait, it doesn't show season two? And then I started going around. I called Travis. I was like, Travis, will you come here? Because I know he'd seen it. I said, how the hell do I find this? He goes, oh, yeah, it's it's like still called Demon Slayer, but it's like underneath a different thing. And then I looked and I saw three of the same exact title cards, like the same okay. animation with different names. And I was like, okay, which one is it now? He goes, ah, uh, I think it's that one. So then I clicked on it. And then I realized, then it said on Hulu that it was season one. Obviously, I knew that it was season two because I could figure that out. Just... Make it easier. <laughs> do you want people... Do you? It's a very simple equation. Do you want more people to find your show in a more accessible way? I think most of the time people are answering yes. So do the necessary things I agree. to do that. I agree. But after watching season one, when me and my dumbass roommate Kyle, we went to the film theatre yeah. and watched uh, the film that came out. It was gorgeous. It was a, a oh. wonderful, pleasant experience. I mean, don't don't take my angsty mood at the beginning of this podcast to reflect on how I felt about the actual material put in front of me. That's why I'm even more mad. This is good stuff. So make it easier <laughs> to find. <laughs> because, I mean, wow. wow. It's a great episode. It makes sense that it was... Well, you said this one wasn't... You said this episode wasn't part of the film. Yeah, this episode was actually the only part of season two, well, the beginning of season two, that wasn't in the film. 
So it was like they said, all right, we're going to give you one episode of like uh, of what led us to the train. You know how season one left off with our crew getting on the train? Uh-huh. Season two, uh, the film begins with our crew on the train. It begins right then. So it doesn't give us this little backstory of our flame Hashira right, right here. Right, right. But I really like this episode. I, I kind of oh wish that it was in it because it was so good. It's a phenomenal episode. Yeah. So th- this episode, then we're going to be part of, we're going to be in a film and a TV show, right? Right. And then at, like after episode 10, it's going to stop that and we're just going to be in the TV show? Yes. Like when we'll be in the show. Gotcha. Gotcha. It'll can, it'll just continue where the film left off. Okay. Season two continues on. I mean, because it's just interesting. The animation quality is the oh, best I've ever seen. The season two animation quality, people talk about it being just film level the it's, entire it's time. Film quality. The entire time. They it's, do it's that even insane. once they start trickling into episode eleven, episode twelve. I would I would almost say that it gets even better. When they get out. It's insane, right? Hold your horses. Hold your horses. You, I cannot wait for you to dive into this. Well, let's dive into this first episode right now. This is what people have been waiting on. Season 2, we made it. And we start off with a 26-minuter. Yeah. And initially, when you said the film, I was like, oh, maybe that's why it was 26 minutes, but it wasn't part of the film. Well, so most like films just... are longer than 26 minutes. They yeah, call but, those short films. Yeah, but if they're doing it in episodic version, okay, they're chopping it up for natural breaks. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to be surprised if 2 through 10 are all 21 to 22 minute episodes. Like, it just wouldn't be... I don't see how they're going to do that. Anyway, we're on a train, which is always fun. Fun things happen on trains. It's just a good setting to tell a story. When's the last time you've been on a train? Do you count a... Not the one at the mall. doesn't count. Do you... Okay, do you count a monorail... Not really, because I kind of wanted to, like, when I say a train, I mean a physical, actual train, because I know what you're, I kind of get what you're saying. A monorail is essentially It's the same vibe. It's the same vibe. Same vibe, but a legitimate train. That's why I asked, because I could not tell you when I've actually been on a legitimate train. Dude, I think, I honestly think that maybe the only time I've ever even been on an actual train would be, like, the one that goes around Walt Disney World when I was five. That's probably... Like an I, actual train on I the think track? You, honestly, I think the last time I've been on one was when I was at Disney World. Yeah, a legit train. Now, I've been on train tracks, just not on a train. So a young man patrolling the carriages, he gets got, and he's labeled as a missing person, but we know. We know they're mm-hmm. not finding him. A boy walks into a noodle shop being watched by a crow. Is it Betty Croker? You know, that's... Yep. And I made a decision. I honestly don't know how many... I think there's multiple crows... Multiple croakers. They're all Betty Croker. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't call. It doesn't matter if we see two at the same time. Yeah, it's Betty Croker because they all seem to have kind of the same vibe too. So unless we just meet like a very, um, do you think it's a hive mind? Like a, a, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's essentially the same crow. All the crows, the sum of their parts equal Betty Croker. I'm glad we're on the same page there. I was ready to fight about it. Inside the noodle shop is Rengoku yelling tasty after every slurp of soup, so anime. He calls for his master to bring over some more noodles, and might I say, beautiful homemade noodles. These are fresh, these bad boys. Dude, just how about, how satisfying is it watching him do these noodles? 
Oh my god, so I love satisfying. it. I, the, unlike your bullshit box noodles, Chadley, these don't need to hard boil for ten minutes become the per, to become the perfect al dente. No, no, no. These are very already toothsome noodles. They need one to two minutes max. If even that, these look pretty thin. He's already got you know he's got the little setup there, um, keeping a moist, uh, a slightly damp towel over top of them to keep them hydrated a little bit. You don't want them drying out. And then boom, when someone walks in, they're ready to grab, put in the water. So quick, I so want quick, efficient, right now. perfect. Now the boy is thanking Rengoku for his work. There was a woman injured, but sounds like she should be okay. And uh, this is where I was right here. The show already feels even more beautiful. The shadows and stuff inside this little noodle shop, you can tell what time of day it is. It's just, you know, it's dusk. Right. We're approaching dusk. It was just incredible. Now Rengoku, he wants the noodle owner to take his shop to the big city. Because business isn't doing real hot with what they call the slasher being around. People stopped coming. Hash slinging slasher. That's exactly right. (laughs) People stopped coming out at night, so they have become one of those places that are open from like ten to three thirty. You know those places. Yep. We've got a classic right by our uh, kind of by our homes. It's um. I used to call it the cow place because it's just this little bitty little shop. They serve like biscuits and lunch. And every morning they're just like, okay, we're open from six to two, and then that's just us. Yeah, that's us. And I think everybody respects it too. Yeah, it's, it's a- been a state. You can they they have two tables that you can actually sit at. It's just a to go place, and it's just these two Vietnamese women now that just churn out food. And they do one hell of a job. They're good at it. They're oh, it's so beautiful if you think about it. They're just they've got their little shop. They go to on the weekday mornings, and then the rest of their life is just theirs. You know? It's gorgeous. The train is out of service. Over 40 people on the train disappeared without any explanation. Now, that better have happened at one time. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that's what they're assuming, right? Or that's kind of what they're I don't, saying. I didn't get a good feel for it. It better have been 40 people at one time. Because if we get up to 40 people with one to two people missing at a time, time, like, I'm cutting shit off at, like, 12. I'm like, all right, what's going on here? I'm not letting it get to 40. Um, And even if it was, like, a 2020 situation, you think if 20 people are missing at one time, you're like, all right, we're shutting this shit (laughs) down. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It can't be two separate things of 20. Because now they've caught on. The train has been put into storage. And the Noodle Man gives Rengoku another treat, by the way. And I was a bit stumped by this one, I have to be honest. It looks like some sort of homemade rice cake. Um, rice cakes are a huge thing in this show. It is. And I, you, you like a rice cake? It's all right. I, I, never really ha- <clears throat> I never really have it. So when I see it in this show, I'm always like, I'm always thinking, man, that's probably really good, but then I never eat it. Well, that's what I was thinking, because I looked at it, and I was like, it looks like it might be a homemade rice cake, and I don't know if I've had rice cakes that aren't, um, you know, like, multi, like, overly produced Quaker and Oats rice cakes. I feel like there's only so many rice cake brands in the game, (coughs) and that old man Quaker... 
Yeah. We, uh, yeah, in this area, I feel like if you want the full experience, you got to be in Japan. Am I right? I would have to imagine so. So a scene change, and we meet a uh, youngin named Fuck You. I'm kidding. It's not how you say it, but it looks like it's how Is you it say Fuku? it. It's Fuku. <laughs> um, fuck me, fuck you. They're eating more beautiful food. No customers here as well. Grandma tells her to stop moping around, and she's trying to sell lunch boxes. Her father's shop is failing, so it's like they had a lunch shop, and they've taken this on the road. They're like, we gotta, we gotta go to the customers. Yeah, and I love a good old granny shop. I would, if I ever walked into a granny shop, I'm buying one of everything. Now, Fuku, she looks straight out of a Pokemon game. I'm gonna yeah. just say it. Like, if you yeah. pick the girl version of the starting character, this is her. Yeah. Rengoku walks up announcing that he is looking for a demon, which startles uh, the boy and Betty Croker because he's being so blunt. They're like... Right, he's just saying it out loud in front of him. Which, I still don't really get that. Like, why would you not want them to know? Like... Well, I mean, because... I mean, if they think a serial killer is on the loose and then you say, oh, it's an actual demon, they'd be like, what the fuck? What What is this crazy guy talking about? Is he the serial killer? Yeah, I don't. It just seems like you'd want people to be cautious. So I don't know. Forty people don't go disappearing. He could just be like, "I'm looking for the serial killer," though, you know. Yeah. Um, but Fuku, she doesn't believe in demons, so she's not worried and throws a bean paste bun at his face. Which, uh, by rule, <laughs> that's a that's pretty funny. The only the only person that can get away with this is a little girl or an old lady doing it. You know throwing what I mean? bean paste yeah, buns. Yeah. Or like anything. if somebody anybody else throws a bean paste bun at you, like you gotta be you're gonna be so angry. But if it's a little girl, you're just like, ah, I'll get over it. Unless they get me in the eye, I think most of the time I'm gonna try and laugh it off and do what when Goku does, which is take a bite. Yeah. <laughs> because that's also like if anyone throws anything at you, especially food for uh food variety, you're allowed to take a bite. That's the right. rule. I've told this story before, but I had a buddy that threw a brownie approximately 95 miles per hour mm-hmm. from four feet away at one of my buddies who made a very smart-ass remark to him. Yeah. <laughs> it cut him a little too deep. It hit him right in the eye. It stumbled down. He was uh, very, extremely intoxicated at the time. <laughs> stumbled down onto his chest. He instantly just grabbed the brownie and just started eating it with, like, a black eye. <laughs> it was an amazing moment. <laughs> <laughs> so the grandma, she's very sweet. Uh, She tells Fuku to calm down, and Rengoku thanks them for their lunchbox services. He just seems like a really nice guy. He does. Uh, Uh, He enjoys good food, mm -hmm. and he's just really nice to everyone. How can you not like him? I didn't get this vibe from him in season one. I didn't think he he didn't say much, right? Yeah, it's not like he was a bad guy, but he protrudes happiness. Yeah, he really does. Like, <laughs> like just watching him makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. I and now that you say that, I don't remember him. Obviously, the little talk he had with uh, Shinobu, but I don't even remember him like in the meeting ever no. saying like anything. Hardly. I just yeah. If he was, if this was his vibe, you would have thought maybe in season one he would have been really cheering for Tanji to like get his chance with Nezuko and stuff. But he seemed to just kind of be a background player. Maybe he didn't get some good sleep or something like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. 
Um, but then Fuku tries to sell box lunches to a guy she just threw a bean paste bun at earlier, which is a bold move, but, you know, when you're on hard times. <laughs> Lucky for her, he bought all of them. Now, Rengoku bids the boy a farewell, the other boy who's, I don't know what his deal is. You know what that boy's deal is? No, not really at all. And then the grandma feels a chill down her spine and wants to get home quick. That dude is just like an assistant. Yeah, I I don't know what his... I don't know if he's like one of the little helper guys. I I can't figure him out. So Rengoku discusses the whereabouts of the Mugen train with the conductor. Um, What an awesome name for a train, by the way. The Mugen train? It just seems spooky. Just saying the Mugen train. Ooh, boo, the Mugen. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. So it was a short ride because they are literally passing the warehouse the train is stored at. Don't have to stop the train. He's just going to jump off of it. And once again, I'm just digging him. I'm oh, digging him. He's got such a cool vibe, man. <laughs> so cool. He feels faint traces of a demon. A repairman comes over to bust his chops a little bit, but Rengoku disguises himself as a food delivery man, which always works. That's always... Like, and this is where I was like, oh, that is genius, because I thought he was just being, he's such a nice guy that he just bought all of them from yeah. him, but no, he was using this as a cover for later on. But but was he, though? But I was don't know. he, though? <laughs> I think he's just buying all of them, and then he's just like... He's just like, oh, wait, I could use this as a cover. He's like, and dude, what a great, if I was, people have probably already done this, but if I was one of those um, douchebags on YouTube that just are always doing prank videos. This one I think is actually hilarious and no one gets hurt. Can you imagine how many places you could just get into if you just dressed up like a food and you just had like Chick-fil-A catering and you just walked up you're like, hey, we're just here. (laughs) You could get in anywhere. You just get in the Super Bowl. You're just (laughs) like, yep, got some (laughs) Chick-fil-A catering. You could go almost anywhere. And just make up like a name tag, like a Chick-fil-A name tag. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you they let you in. You could get into any school, which don't we don't need to get in schools, but I'm just saying, like, you could. Be you, careful. You offer freaking, you know, what's a front office desk lady? What's her name? Uh, a bu- Not a beautician. Uh, what's it called? What is that They're called? a receptionist, but what are their names? media specialist no but like give me a name of what it's a very particular type of woman you know they're pretty they could be retired if they probably want they're uh, still a little bit older karen well karen that's not that creative it's kind of over you pam's better um yeah you walk into any school to the pam who usually runs a tight ship you know she's making people get a lot of tardy passes when they walk in five minutes late but you take a big tray and you offer her some food, and you're like, yeah, we're just here for the catering event. <laughs> She's going to write you a name tag, and you'd be roaming the halls before you know it. And especially if you protrude happiness like this guy. Yeah. So word on the street is this is a man-eating train. But you know how the world works. They are losing money, so it's going to be back in action tomorrow. But yeah, it's eating a few men and women, but... I- I don't know if you, for some reason, what was that? Oh, the grandma. Mm-hmm. Did you notice, uh, maybe this is later on, I'm getting ahead of myself, when he did originally see them, that the grandma kind of knew about demons at first, but the child was like thinking it's crazy. Did you mention that? Yeah, well, like she doesn't believe, or Fuku doesn't believe in demons, and the grandma's got some 
bit of wisdom, and then she does the whole thing where she does have a chill. That's yeah. That's where I feel like in this show, the older you get, there's mm-hmm. no way you can get around not knowing about demons. Like if you're if you live to seventy something years old, as much as they talk about demon attacks, like you have to at least know about demons a little bit. I still just like I don't understand how they don't tell how not everyone knows. Like if you're a little little kid, sure you don't want to like tell them that murderers live in your town or whatever but it's also at the same time you want to coach them up a little bit so they avoid those situations yeah I don't know like if 40 people are disappearing from a train I think I'm going to be like hey when it's night time you know, stay away from trains little 12 year old yes. don't say you guess that's just <laughs> I mean, good parenting it's, it's okay parenting I mean what if they're disappearing and like they sh- they're going somewhere cool when they disappear. You never it's know. like it's literally the almost the equivalent. It like going out in the middle of the night where there's not lights around or stuff, so, something like that. Um, in this world, would basically be like not telling your kids about like child molesters. And then one day they're just walking, and this guy's like, "Hey, you want some candy?" And then they get in the van, and you're like, "Well, I was just I didn't want to scare them." <laughs> Candy's really good. You're like, I guess that was good parenting. That's you. So uh, we then meet a young boy named Tatsu, which auto-corrects to the word taste every time. Very annoying. Um, I think it... You know those ones where you have to like take the time to go back and actually like click the X? Because mm-hmm. every time you hit space, it's just going to do it. I think... But you get in the habit of just hitting space bar. It auto-corrected to taste seven times before I finally yeah. just like slowed down enough to be like, No. Don't do you, that. You almost just have to like train your brain to just mm-hmm. look at taste as Tatsu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the demon isn't a big fan of human food. He stomps on it. Um, which makes Rengoku really mad because you don't just waste good food like that. Yeah, wa- don't stomp on good food from a good local source, too. Yeah. He's like, holding that kid was one thing, but the box lunch, that's it. Yeah. You've gone too far. And the demon starts light beaming around the room. I mean, this guy is quick. Rengoku can't slash him while he's holding the kid, but he's still so calm under pressure. You know, this reminds me of, uh, God, what show is it? Him, it was almost like a meme, this guy being so fast. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you think you're fast? And he's like going around real quick. But, and then like the, the, uh, the hero could just like kind of stick his hand out and stop him. What was that? One pun- it's One Punch Man. That's what it is. One Punch Man. There's a character in One Punch Man that like is really quick, and then One Punch Man just like punches him one time. Just this this whole demon vibe right here just reminded me of that. It was almost like a meme. Just the way he's like bragging about himself yeah, yeah. being so quick. Just because like, you oh. kn- you knew right away. Yeah, we guy. know what the actual demon looks like. So yeah, yeah, I saw this guy and I was like, what's going on here? There's some fishy business afoot. Yeah, this isn't one of the lower six that I saw. You know, chopping it up with Muzon. Cause, well, because they're all dead. Right. <laughs> Except for one. The, the demon starts taunting him with his past kills. He says, ooh, I sliced this girl up really good. She probably died like six times. I got her so good. And Rune Goku is like... Um, See what I mean? This guy's a cocky... Just He's a cocky douche. He's not even cool. The What he's saying is not even like cool. If he would have said something along the lines of like... uh 
yeah, filet mignon. I've probably filet mignon to this bitch or something. Like, mentioned some type of, like, uh, exotic steak, then, yeah, cool. That's a funny line. But the fact that he just says that, it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Well, I disagree, because Rengoku goes, you're an idiot. We saved her. She's doing pretty well, actually. (laughs) She's going to recover without a single scar. You suck, dude. You're not good at all. I don't care what kind of steak you're making or filleting. The slasher is like, well, yeah, but yeah, uh, she's always going to be scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Rengoku is like, not so fast, buddy. Therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do therapy every single night for as long as we have yeah. to. The slasher starts threatening the makers of the box lunches, which was a really demon thing to do, I thought. Yeah, now he's getting a little more... Uh, that was a little devious. Yeah, a little detective-y. He's like, oh, you bought these box lunches from somewhere. Probably those people over there. Now that's because he got roasted. When you get roasted that hard, you're like, okay, this is this is getting personal. I'm going after the lunch makers. <laughs> he starts to kill Tatsu before he heads that way, but he gets his hand sliced off. And then he just starts full sprinting away. Thankfully, we have backup. Um, you know, they're gonna take care of the kid. Rengoku is back on the hunt. By the way, the fact that... I was thinking about this, too. The fact that Zenetsu gets to travel with uh, Tanji is bullshit. Why? He should 100% be on one of these little backup teams that travel in groups of, like, six. Why does he just get to be, like... Because of the mountain. He did good on the mountain, man. I know. That's How do these backup kids get into the mix? I'm not sure. I think, I mean, if you think about it, the backup kids, look at all the backup kids that were on the mountain besides those, besides Tanji, Inosuke, and Zenitsu. They all were turned into spiders or just eviscerated. The fact that, like, those three made it out of the mountain, I think they're like, okay, well, I guess they can start going along along on uh, real missions instead of just being a little backup crew. So you think, like, if you don't make it off the mountain, that's when you get assigned to the backup crew? So when, like, I, oh, when I say the mountain, I'm talking about against the spider clan. Oh. They've already kind of proven themselves on that. Like, look, if, look at the backup team that was on that mountain, Ronnie. <laughs> what happened to them? I'm just saying, they obviously have to take these backup crew members from some sort of pool of people. How Zenitsu's not part of that, I don't understand. I don't understand. Anyways. You just hate him. You're a hater. Well, he's just not that good. Back with our box lunchers, they are getting their morning started early, and as soon as they are set up, the slasher shows up. Now, Grandma gets a very nice headshot in. She's not, you know, she's going to be as collected as she can be. And he calls her a hag, which I thought to be absolutely putrid. Oh my god, dude, this guy's got to go down. Now, Fuku does as she is told and runs, um, but the slasher gets a hold of her. Yeah, I mean, no chance of getting away from this guy. So she did do like the, um, I mean, what do you think of that? Like she doesn't know about demons, but she's also this kind of person that as soon as like the grandma's in what should be like immediate death danger and tells her to run, she's like, all right, I'm getting out of here. See you, Gram- Grams. Oh, That's yeah. not what Ronnie. little kids do. That's not what this kid Ronnie, does. Ronnie, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. The fact that you're saying to yourself, because this is what you're thinking, that you just spouted out absolute bullshit out of your mouth. 
being like, oh, if I was a kid and there was a very demon-looking creature there, I would totally stick up for my grandma. I wouldn't be scared at all. That was what was going through your head when you said that. You would be running so fast out of your Crocs at this age. Wrong. That Wrong. you, you know why? wouldn't even know that your grandma was there. Wrong. You know why? Why? I would be so frozen in fear by the thing that I thought not being real turning out to be real. And then threatening my grandma, you'd be frozen, would, and then you start running. I would be frozen. You'd be frozen. Then they're not going to say. They're not going to say. Oh, hey, Ronnie, I'm getting ready to die. Go ahead and run. I'd be like, all right, cool. Gotta start uh, hustling away. So no, you're you the would. fool. You went on that whole you thing would. about how I was a fool. You would. You would freeze up at first, and then you'd be like, oh, 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 oh and then you'd start going. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> I would just stay there and die. We, they'd get us both. Um. Yeah, now, now I hope nowadays, if you're talking about your you nowadays, I would hope that you would fight and die to the death nowadays. But as a kid, I don't know. I would do the same thing. I'd just freeze. Slasher gets a hold of her. Thankfully, Rengoku dashes and cuts the Achilles on this bitch. He limps over to Grandma now, but Rengoku's still all over him. They play a game. The Slasher wins if he slices the old hag's throat. Um, but Rengoku wins if he well, cuts off his that. head before he does. Well, that's what the guy says. <laughs> okay. okay. I thought you were just calling He that. Like, made the rules of the game, <laughs> and he referred to his old tag. They never give us a name. Uh, Rengoku says, I accept, and immediately cuts off his head. It was not that intense. It was... Yeah, it was pretty simple. Yeah, it was decided pretty quickly. He then says, flame breathing, first form, unknowing fire. Grandma makes a sound, and I hate to say this, but it sounds like she, uh, that she makes, ugh. I just, she makes a sound as if she just orgasmed. Oh, Ronnie. She does. What, why would you say that? This is an old, Why do you have your hand lady. in your pants? Huh? <laughs> why are you talking about gentle ladies with your hands in your pants? <laughs> my hand is in my pants. I'm not, I'm, I'm... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't take it out now. I was scratching my nuts, and then they just happened to stay in there. I just, and this is just like some, <laughs> this is kind of like an off-air meeting that's on air. Okay. It, it just makes me, your podcasting host, uncomfortable <laughs> when I am trying to go through my notes, <laughs> and out of the corner of my eye, I see your hand in your pants just going to town. <laughs> Especially when I'm talking about old ladies making orgasm I'm sounds. I'm sorry. When I start, here's the thing about being a dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you start scratching your balls, you kind of just like chill in there. Especially on a Sunday afternoon. You kind of just chill in there. If you're watching something, I'll just notice that my hand's been in my pants for approximately 45 minutes without me even like thinking about it. That's too long. And like right now... I think it could have been in here this entire time. It might and I have. wouldn't have known. It might so, have. I'll take it out when you're not looking. Okay. <laughs> that then makes the screen go black and white, where she looks younger, looking onto a flame slayer in the rain. I called him a flame slayer. That's pretty here cool. In my notes. It's pretty sick. I think this was one of those happy accidents I walked into. Now, Rengoku and this past man are doing the same mannerisms. Well, because she thinks they're the same guy. Yeah. This happened 40 years ago, and she's like, oh my god, this must be the same guy. 20 years ago. Okay. He saved her life before 20 years ago, but no. Turns out, 
it was his father. And it's all just really beautiful. You know, he says it is an honor for having saved you as he did, which, I mean, why, even now, God, it kind of so makes cool. me emotional. He's so cool. Fuku apologizes for not believing in demons, but Rengoku says, don't apologize. That's how it should be. Um, and I mean, that kind of goes against our, like my argument. That's the mindset they're trying to do. It's like, oh, these people are too innocent. What they don't know can't hurt them. But it's just like, at a certain point. I mean, it's pretty... If you're a little girl... Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a serial killer on the loose. We're talking about in real life. No demons. You just tell them, hey, don't go out. There's bad people out there. You don't say, hey, don't go out. You might get filleted and uh, chopped up, and then your remains might be thrown in the river uh, well, to where they, they hide the body. For You don't just like go into detail and like, oh, it's a demon. Like, and I never said go into detail about the whole filleting thing like you said or anything like that. I know, but that's what kind of the whole demon thing. You don't go into details. You just say, hey, don't go out at night. People are going missing. There could be some bad people out there. Don't, you know, we're not going to let you think there's demons. At that age. It's almost, and I'll say this, it's even almost even more traumatizing to say that um, they're like humans, people like me and you, they can go so bad that they'll just kill other people rather than being like, hey, there is almost this entire negative, you know, life force out there called these demons. They're all bad. And we got to steer clear of them. Well, on a deeper level, Ronnie, what if you say, oh, you got to be careful of the demons. You got to be careful of the demons. And then they forget that humans can also be evil too. And then they get kidnapped by a human because you've been telling them demons are the bad ones. That's it. How about if we get that deep? Okay. Maybe that's what the grandma's thinking. I think it goes both ways. You know, it's it's tough, but these are the parenting conversations that we're going to have to decide what we have with our kids. I'm oh, glad soon. we're trying them now. Soon, yeah. Very soon. Wow. Looks like you were getting yourself ready over there. But. <laughs> the boy from earlier runs up. He's still pretty pointless and is like, all right, good work, team. Everything is good now. Rengoku says the train will be back and running tomorrow, but things might not be that easy. That a demon that disappeared 40 people can't be this easy. Yeah, so he's basically saying there's no way in hell that it was this slasher dude that yeah. did this. Says it was probably just a distraction. Even though, from what I'm seeing, the slasher guy could have totally done this. Maybe not all at one time, but... It says that there's another demon on that train, and he will be riding on the train. Now... Now, do you think this demon was actually in cahoots with this other one? And he's like, I'll be the distraction? It almost seems like it would have to be. You know, because it's like, how would... Obviously, we knew with um, Rui, he had other demons working for him as, like, his family. So, I could see that being the case where, like, those are so powerful. There's still nothing compared to Muzan, but they can boss around these lower-tiered demons. Right. Uh, so, the box vendors give a free one to Rengoku for his help, and he accepts one, but then buys the rest because... <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm going to also have to be a delivery... I'm going to have to disguise myself as a food delivery man later again. So it's not a cheap... It's not a cheap disguise because it requires you buying, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of food. But yeah. it is very... I mean, it'll work. It's efficient. Mm-hmm. The risk-reward with it is is very good. He says, 
I will tell my father that I, that I ran into you. He will be pl- pleased. He says goodbye and is off. Which, so, father's still alive? Okay. Or, or is he just like, they're so spiritually connected, he can tell them, tell him. Ooh, or he's just saying that to be nice, like his father might be dead, but he's like, well, I'll just say this to him, you know, so they don't, I don't bum him out by saying, yeah, my father's dead. I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping yeah. he's still an old man somewhere around here because it's just like they had already moved past the whole father thing of it. So why would he bring it back up if, yeah. And he's such a nice guy. Rengoku doesn't seem like he would lie about that. Exactly. So I want to yeah. see how he was raised. Right. He says goodbye. He's off. And then we see Nosuke. Uh, he's a part of the gang from last season, experiencing the train for the first time. He's headbutting it. He wants to fight it. He's trying to get a duel started. And we see some sickly-looking lo- children on the train. Um, not sure what to think about all that. Did you get that as well, or was I like... Yeah, they also... Because one of them was coughing. Yeah. One of them just looked gross. Yeah, they all look sick. Yeah. And then the other one... I th- there was, what, three of them? Four yeah, of them? I think there were like three. <sighs> okay, yeah. Y'all look sick. I don't know. They kind of looked like you occasionally. Right. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, that was weird. I don't know what they're. I don't know. But maybe, you know. It's looking like a train you don't want to be on. They can get a part of Rengoku's buy one or buy 50, get one free bean deal. Yeah. But I don't know. Their appetite might be gone as sick as they look. Maybe. Rengoku, on the other hand, he starts to eat his box of lunch, and it gets the stamp of approval. Tasty, he says. End of ep, but not quite. Um, There's this weird scene where it's like not as animated or something. It's just the Hashiras talking about Rengoku, and everyone has something good to say. You know, even the sticks in the mud, like the ones that we weren't vibing with as much last season, they're like, yeah, you know... Everyone seems to like the guy, so what What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like he doesn't, even even the people that suck, he just doesn't really get in their way or anything, so they're like, well, you know, he's all right. Or Giyu, who doesn't have a whole lot of emotions usually, he's even like, I quite like when he talks to me. Anosuke's <laughs> <laughs> trying to fight the flame Hashira. He then introduces the second episode of Deep Sleep as the other three yell, Big Bro. Yeah. And that's the true end of the episode. Yeah, and I I really liked... I kind of forgot about this because I saw the film. And I forgot how good of an episode this really was because obviously, like I said, it's not in the film. But it just sets Rengoku up, his character up perfectly for like what's to come, I think. Yeah, so what did you do if you watched the film? You went back, watched this one, and then did you watch yeah. it all through again? Or did you just No, nah, I, I just went back and watched this one. And then once I saw, I believe this next episode is right where the film picks up. Once I saw that, I just did not watch all the way through. So I'm interested to see if there's any changes. I, I think there is like a couple minute details that they did different in the show compared to the film. So that'll be pretty cool to see that. Yeah, I mean, here I said it was like a short film, and that was before I knew that they were actually doing film stuff. So they keep up this well, level get, all season. That's very exciting stuff. Get ready for it, because I feel like every episode from here on out is like a short film. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I'm excited. 
Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, Ronnie and Chad, links in the description. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Ronnie and Chad. Discord link below. Patreon. Patreon, Ronnie and Chad. We're getting ready to record one of those episodes right now. Travis usually joins us for those. He's not here today, so we're about to roast him. So go on over to RonnieandChad.com. Ronnie and Chad. Help us out. Go to Patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. I also do that every single time. Five bucks a month. And enjoy some more content over there. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. Peace.